welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 254th time on this Friday, October 15th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, The Birth and the Theft. Celebration is a huge part of life. You can celebrate birthdays, Christmas, Easter, and especially when babies are born. As many things to celebrate as there are, it seems that there's just as many ways to celebrate them. Like here in the good old U.S. of A., we can get a little bit strange with it. Like motorcycles with pink or blue powder coming out of the muffler, or setting off blue or pink fireworks, setting something on fire where the flames are blue or pink. Okay, that's a lot of explosions. We're pyromaniacs sometimes, but hey, that's America for you. In Dubai, though, one couple took it up a notch, or actually several notches, considering they used a tiger, an actual tiger, in their gender reveal. What happened was there were several balloons put up in the air, and the tiger popped one of them with its claw, and powder came out, revealing the couple was having a girl. Pretty cool, right? A lot of people would think so, but there are those few people that just can't. These people have learned very quickly that the internet can be a harsh place, as many users have caught wind of their stunt and it's being labeled as controversial now. Let's check some of these responses out. Let's break them down a little, you know? One person said they were sickened by the whole thing. All I'm going to say about this is calm down, please. I agree animals should be treated with respect, but just don't work yourself up over a tiger popping a balloon, okay? I'm all for calling out pointless excess as pointless excess, but the word sickening might be a little too harsh. This little stun of theirs could actually cause more of a problem than causing a few keyboard warriors to get upset, because authorities in Dubai said that wild animals are banned in a public place. So you might need to be extra careful if this is ever in your plans. I have a strategy for you. Before you ever plan something like this in a foreign country, Always learn the rules about wild animals and balloon popping. This week I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week I would like to share a verse from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. I'm working through a devotional right now about praying truth over your fear. And this verse in Isaiah 41 really stuck out to me because I enjoyed the way it's made clear that God has the power to keep us safe. Through His redeeming grace, through His redeeming love, He has the power to hold us up. He holds us up with His hand because we're His children. We are bought with a price, the price of blood that flowed from Emmanuel's spotless veins. God is always there for us. Let me make that clear. God is always there for us. No matter how far we go from him, he's always there. No matter what we're going through, no matter who's against us, no matter what we're facing, God has us. We're protected and victorious through Jesus Christ, his precious son. Whatever it is, I believe God can bring us through it. I believe that God can keep us in the palm of his hand through troubles and trials. Our heavenly father knows us 
and is with us. There is power when we call on his name, and just surely as we're breathing, friend, God is watching over us and protecting us. And because of that, nothing can come against us and prosper. As we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is, I wish I had a remote for. The first response reads, I wish I had a remote for freezing moments in time and space and putting them in a bottle for safekeeping. You know, I have several of those moments that I've lived so far, and I can tell that this one, there would be a run on it if it was a real product, because come on, isn't that awesome? Who wouldn't want to have one of those? I have no idea how that wouldn't be one of the most popular products in America today if it was on store shelves. I can bet it would be in one of those as-seen-on-TV stores, because I can almost guarantee this thing would be advertised on QVC for some reason. I don't know. That's just where my mind goes when I think of this. But it would be awesome, because everyone's got some of those moments that they just want to relive over and over again. But my question here is... Could you let the moment out of the bottle at any given time and just step through it, sort of like a portal into another realm? Or is it just bottling it up and then you release it and you can just watch it happen in front of your face? The second response to the hashtag I wish I had a remote for is calories. Hold on a second. I have a few questions about this one. Would this make all your favorite foods have less calories or would the remote have the ability to make you shake off the weight after you've eaten? But wait a second, here's another one. Would it void all of your favorite foods of harmful calories and leave the good ones? I think there's a lot of gray area here. The third response to the hashtag I wish I had a remote for is controlling the traffic. Honestly, I think that would be really useful because, come on, traffic is a pain, especially when you need to be somewhere right now. And it always seems like traffic gets bad at the exact moment you absolutely can't afford it as well. That's a crazy thing, and honestly, if it was my take on it, I would say that places like Boston and New York and maybe Philadelphia as well would need these things more than people who live out in the country would need them. Because the larger the city you have, the more people come to it, and the more people come to it, you guessed it, there's more traffic, there's more cars, people have got to drive places, they've got to get to work, they've got to get to go to somewhere to eat, they've got to get back to their apartment at the end of the day. So I would say that this would be a huge time saver, especially during rush hour. Honestly, now that I'm thinking of it, I don't really know why we aren't funding this now. It's just an idea, but it could be the technology of the future. You know what? Somebody get Jeff Bezos on the phone. I have an idea. And this week's last response to the hashtag I wish I had a remote for is my car, so it could come to me instead of having to walk across the parking lot. Hey, at least in a crowded lot, it would make things easier when you forget where you park. Honestly, I think that's a really good call because people are always forgetting where they park. Humans are naturally forgetful, so I think this could help a lot. Either that or, you know, you could just bypass having the remote. You could just park in the same spot if it's available. You could remember, hey, I park at the end of a lot where the shopping cart drop-off is every time. That strategy could work for a lot of people, and I know some people who it has worked for. 
But come on, you've got to admit this technology where you can have a remote that has something wired to your car that can make it drive itself to you in a crowded parking lot, that would make you feel like the most awesome person in the entire shopping center. Now, come on, you cannot tell me that wouldn't be cool. Usually, modern art is confusing, especially to a non-artist such as myself. There's all different types of abstract takes on the world when you get down to it that can be pretty hard to grasp. But this one, well, it's about as simple as simple can get. This piece of art was sold for $84,000. But if you ask the artist, it wasn't art at all. What am I talking about? Well, the piece was titled Take the Money and Run. From here, you could guess that maybe it was a painting of some sort of heist, but in reality, it was just a set of two blank canvases, which are part of an exhibit called Work It Out that dives into people's relationship with work. The artist said that the work isn't what's seen, it's rather what's been done, because he took their money with a couple of blank boards by calling it art. Some call it theft, and others call it a masterpiece. My question is, what category would you place it under? Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend. God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.